matches. Hey guys, this is Zach, and I've got Pat and John with me this week. We're talking about 18.3 and possibly some other topics that might come up. Um, 18.3 is a bunch of stuff. First time we see different muscle ups in a workout, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we were fortunate, John just did the workout like five minutes ago, so he's still breathing heavy <laughs> as, as we go. Um, Pat, do you want to describe the workout so we can get into it? Describe, you want me to just tell everybody yeah. what it is? We yeah. got, I think it's a 100 double unders and then 20 overhead squats at 115 for the guys. Is it 80? I think it's 80 for the women, yeah. Uh, then we have another 100 double unders, 12 ring muscle ups, another 100 double unders, 20 dumbbell snatches with the 50 pound dumbbell for the guys and 35 for the ladies, another 100 double unders, and then finally 12 bar muscle ups. So I'd say. Uh, and you'll do a whole other round of that. Yeah, two rounds, technically. <laughs> 14, 14 minutes. minutes. If you have the capacity. I think the first thing everybody thinks about when they look at this workout is it's a lot of double unders. It is a lot of double unders. It's it's only a lot of double unders. <laughs> First of all, if you can do ring muscle ups. Oh. Second of all, if you can move really really fast. Otherwise, you're only going to do a hundred or two hundred double unders, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't a lot of double unders. It's not. That's a normal workout at least. But you know, some of you guys might try to do this today, being Friday, Saturday, and then again on Monday. So if you look at it in terms of like a four day period. Some of you guys might be reaching five, six hundred double unders in that amount of time. So make sure you are being careful with your ankles and keeping everything kind of in check in terms of if you have an Achilles problem or a foot problem. Uh, this workout might not be the safest thing for you to be doing. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting that uh, this we can talk about the scaled, talk about the scaled version that it actually has pull-ups in it, right? In the past, pull-ups have always been like a jumping pull-up, right? Has the scaled version ever been a regular pull-up? I think when they did last year with the bar muscle-up and the toes-to-bar workout, you guys remember that one? So instead of, so instead of double-unders, it's single-unders, un, single and I think the, the weight, instead of being 50 for the men, is 35 for the... Um, for the dumbbell the, snatch. For the but... dumbbell snatch. And I don't know, I don't remember what the weight is for the overhead the, squat. Well, the barbell is light. I, I think the like barbell was an empty barbell, yeah. Like yeah. Okay, it's empty. That yeah. Um, it should be a good workout for a, a lot of people. Is it, is it going to be where people are getting their well, first muscle up? Again, like, I think they do that on the pull-up because, like, that's supposed to be a, a stopgap right there. That's supposed to catch most athletes. It's supposed to help motivate some athletes to get their first ring muscle up or their first pull up if they're in the scaled section. That is not supposed to be something where they're like, oh yeah, you just keep moving through it and they, they modify it down to, you know, a jumping pull up. Now, if it was a pull up for the RX category, then I think it would be a jumping pull up modification or something up another. But because it's a ring muscle up, I don't think they go straight all the way down to. Um, scale because I think what they're looking forward to do is if you don't have any at all and these overhead squats are hard or double unders are also hard then just do the scaled category and show off your pull up or something I don't know that's just speculating what they they do for standard changes sometimes well it's interesting they're pushing the level right they definitely do they started out pretty hot on this one like years past 
they might save the muscle up for later in the workout so people get through more of it. <laughs> I remember that one. There was that seven muscle ups to start. That's true. And that yeah. was to start, so at least with this. You can be 220 reps in before you get you know, yeah, so blocked. It's not the worst. By gymnastics, you know, yeah. That they've, they've released, uh, especially in the past. I'm shocked that so far in the three tests, two of them have been longer than 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20 minutes and 14 minutes so far. This has been one of the longer-esque opens we've done. Yeah, I'm interested to see like which athletes finish two rounds in 14 minutes, which I'm sure it's... Did you see Travis Williams do it in the, the showcase last night after after the Neil Maddox no, and Kyle the, uh, the Masters. Travis Williams, he's a games athlete. Uh-huh. Um, I think he got just shy of 800 or like 802. Something like that, yes. And so he was... just was shy of two rounds. He was okay. somewhere on the double-unders, I think, right before the muscle-ups of... The bar muscle-ups of the second round, right? right? So he didn't get back to the bar muscle-ups. Right. He got like halfway through or Those 20. Those double-unders. That's yeah, 20, 20 double-unders through. That's a lot. He, he came in like 30th place in the games last year. So right. Just so so we'll, see, level, so. we'll see quite a few people, I guess, and finish. Yeah, I think... He's a big guy. He's a big guy. So like, I wonder what like guys like Cody Anderson would do on this. Uh, the yeah. smaller guys who laugh at 12 muscle-ups. Right. If you, yeah, if you can... <laughs> Going broken on all the muscle ups, and he. The other thing, Travis Williams went a uh, hundred double unders every time. He didn't. He didn't break them up at all. I think at so. at his level, that's necessary. I think at our level, you might want to break up more than you might expect yourself to. That's just my own opinion. Yeah. Though. So let's talk about that, John. Um, do you think like maybe pacing through your first two rounds of double unders, like doing thirty or forty or fifty, stopping, catching a breath, and then kind of finishing up that way would help you as you go through the workout? Yeah, I think that's a... Uh, For John's <laughs> level. A great, John's a, level. A great idea. Uh, so, so I just did this workout, and I consider myself to be a pretty decent person with double-unders. Um, For our audience, you're yeah. really good. Some days, some days are better than others, and some days, as we all know, maybe we can't string five together, it seems like sometimes. But today wasn't a bad day. Um, I had some intentional breaks. Maybe should have had some more intentional breaks uh, on the double-unders. So for some of the people that are looking at that ring muscle up and saying, I don't have a ring muscle up, they're going to just pretty much go scaled unless they're close. Do, do you think they need to... Will they? I don't know. I, I imagine so. If you, if what you, would you suggest? If, if they don't have a ring muscle up or a chance in hell, should they scale it? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I guess it depends on what you want to do. You know, do you want to, do you want to work? <laughs> That's for four, a hard question. Do you want to work for fourteen minutes? If you're not close to a ring muscle up, go ahead. You know, you want to do two hundred double unders and twenty overhead squats to call it a day or call it a session. You know what I mean? Um, you're not going to magically get a muscle up. You know, anybody and even the open when they get pushed and the level gets especially up, with what's on, before this muscle. You know, up yeah, too. you have this it, isn't set. It, it's up. a lot of work before you even get to the muscle up on the shoulders with the right. two hundred doubles and twenty overhead squats. I mean. I'm by no means, I think, good at ring muscle-ups. And they were fucking hard for me when I got there. <laughs> like, um, that's something I know I'm not good at. When I saw the workout, I was like, damn. That's my goal is to get through the 12 ring muscle-ups, like, as best as I can. And, you know, whatever I get after that is a bonus for me just because I struggle with them so bad. So if you're close to a muscle-up, right, um, you know, you practice it and you get right there on the edge. Maybe this is a time where that energy can be brought up and you can hit it, but you got a good amount of work. If you're nowhere near it. Well, we just saw Tebow go <laughs> as well at the, during the 1130 and he got three muscle ups. So yep. 
the the thought there was does he need to rush to get a good tie break time for his three muscle ups or does he need to go slow to save his shoulders to hopefully get four or five or six muscle ups? Well, what Tebow ended up with, he ended up with what like seven minutes. He had seven minutes, six, seven minutes, I think, to do three muscle to do his. No, he was done with his second set of double unders at seven thirteen. So he had six and a half minutes. Six and a half minutes. Right. So, in a in a case like that, I would tell Tebow to if he does it again. Go as fast as he can. Get the best tie break he can because uh, then he can take a minute and a half and recover. Yeah. You know, and during that time you should be able to recover, and then you still have, you know, five or six minutes or whatever it is to right uh, work on getting one, recover fully. But yeah, go for that intense effort at first and try to get that fast tie break time. I think, especially if you know you're not really moving on the, you know, going beyond the muscle ups. Sure. Yeah. For those athletes that don't have a muscle up and aren't close, I mean, you just. Go as hard as you can, right? I mean, just try to get so as many rounds you, as you you're can. You're saying best tie break time is zero muscle ups? No, don't. No, no, no. Like, just go scaled and just go hard for 14 minutes. Like, get a good workout out of it. And what I said yeah, there. It depends on the person. Yeah, what I said there is what do you want to get out of it? Do you want to keep your, your you know, RX status on the leaderboard? Yeah. You know, and, and do what you can do RX? I mean, shit. If, if you know you're not getting a ring muscle up, but you can do your 200 double unders and your 20 overhead squats, you could do that part, log the score for it, wait an hour, go back and do the scale version in its entirety. You right. know, it's singles, not nearly as demanding as your double unders at that many reps and stuff. So you could go back and do the, the whole other part of the workout if you wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Just get a good workout yeah. that way. Well, remember, this is our competition on our training or practice. So if there's ever a day to do the best you possibly can in the RX workout and not get very far, this would be it. Yeah. But with that, be smart about it. You know, I think most everybody knows exactly, not exactly, but about where they kind of lie in where, the world. Where they're at. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, do we have any members who are we're hoping to get well past those 12? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I know I'm looking at the ring muscle ups and saying, Ooh, you know, I, I mean, that's a hill for you. That's a hill for me. Uh, I think I'll get through them. Um, and then it's just a race at that point to try to get to the bar muscle ups. Uh, everything else should go pretty quick. And I think cardio wise, I can, I can stay with it. You watched Mark do it this morning. Yeah. What did he end up with? So Mark ended up on three bar muscle ups. So, um, he, he did pretty well on his ring muscle ups. He's able to, I think he strung the first four together and then he strung like three together and then it was singles after that. Okay. So, um, he, so he moved through those pretty quick. Um, he got, he was, he kept trying to unbreak his, his double unders yeah. and that kind of wore him, him mm. out. So his breaks kind of got bigger and bigger. Uh, and he went through, uh, the dumbbell snatches pretty well. It just, it's cumulative. You could see yeah. it kind of, it's a lot of double unders at that point. John, you did those snatches yesterday. How did they feel today? They were, I'll tell you what, I'll give Pat credit for uh, picking the perfectly right and wrong things for us to be working on. <laughs> uh, uh, today, uh, you know, we had all those chest of bars, you know, two or three days ago or whatever, and I'm still feeling all those chest of bars. Uh, you and, should have tried to beat me so bad. And pulling, uh, <laughs> and pulling on those ring muscle ups. And then the you know, 98 dumbbell snatches or whatever we did yesterday. Yeah. There was only 20 today, so it's not that big a deal. But they're not as comfortable as you know they typically well, I would was, be. I guess uh, from the other stuff you've done, were those challenging at all for you? No, the dumbbell the snatches part? are by far the easiest part of the workout. Cool. I'm excited. Like I will do this again on Monday. 
and I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty positive I can finish around. Um, coming in fresh on Monday, not feeling beat up from the week and stuff like that. Um, probably won't eat for two days. Maybe drop like seven. <laughs> right. That uh, get that, a little lighter on those uh, those muscle ups. That that will for sure help. That's the, I'm gonna cut weight whenever we have handstand push ups. It's it's definitely well, that's happening. The, that's the other thing. You know, we did the handstand push ups. There was only 49 of them yesterday, but I did them strict. So just you know, all the shoulder up from the burpees yeah. yesterday to the dumbbell snatches to the handstand strict handstand push ups I did to you know just the rest of the week. Like I was again really happy about getting through the workout today as I did. Um, I know I'll do better on Monday when I come back feeling like prepared for it and uh, kind of have a better game plan on how to attack it. Because there's no way I'm going to let Mark beat me on a workout. Like right. This. You, you know, yeah. Even though Mark is great at double unders. That's probably his <laughs> that's biggest his advantage. Like He is just good and can go on dubs really well. Yeah. So let's talk about motivation because you've got members that are looking at that be like, well, screw this. I, I can't muscle up just screw well, that, that that was everybody last night at the, the gym obstacle right. is the way <laughs> okay absolutely it's a Ryan Holiday book for those who <laughs> but I mean if, if your immediate thought on something like that is screw this or something like that you're not one to rise to the challenge and this is a competition in, in a way like it, it's supposed to challenge you it's supposed to show you what you've not done enough of I think 18.2a was a great one for me I was able to clean the weight in the sense that I caught it at the bottom, but I wasn't able to stand up with that weight. So, me not squatting enough over the last couple of months has been, uh, you know, hammered down now. I, I know I need to be squatting. And I think that's what the, the greatest part of it is about a lot of these competitions is you find out real quick what mistakes have you made before. Like, John's been with me at a competition where I found out what an assault bike was, uh, sprinted on the assault bike, tried to do some handstand push ups, and just got destroyed by the handstand push-ups and John, my other teammate, had to sit there and wait for me. Now, you remember that? Oh, I remember. I was extremely frustrated. That was almost, a bad day. I almost became not friends with Pat. That day. <laughs> <laughs> was a bad day. You almost got disowned. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was it? What competition was that? This was, what, two years ago? A year and a half, two years ago? Three years ago. It was a year after that I did with Brad. Down in uh, St. Pete or something like that. Thunderdome? Or Tampa. Yeah, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. I yeah, I think we it. saved Pat for, for we, we did we send you first first we sent Pat first, first on this fucking workout. Oh, and he's and it was a, it was a assault bike, kettlebell snatches, heavy yeah. kettlebell snatches, right? I think it was it was uh, assault bike handstands, then the heavy then the, kettlebell snatches. And Pat, I don't think knew how to kip or wasn't comfortable with kipping handstand pushups at this time. I didn't need to. So he was doing them strict, <laughs> and the shit was just not working out, and. Um, I got to 13 of the 25, and that's where the wall was. <laughs> Proceeded to do singles yeah. as, I, as my teammates <laughs> sat there and waited for me. It was a good time. But you, you, know. you, you live and you learn. You don't get yeah. more embarrassed than that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, snatched 135 at a, at a competition. So. Did you tear your pants? No. <laughs> and my pants didn't fall down. I was bleeding profusely because of all the fish oil I had. I had bumped my shin for some reason. I just, not only was I dead last by like three people, but uh, I looked like I got fucked up. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a good time. Have you had a crash and burn, John, at a competition? That's only one of my crash and burns. There's only one. <laughs> I've never, that I can think of or remember, failed completely <laughs> like Pat got through Jeez. the round and, and our, our teammate and myself we were able to like make up some time and stuff but yeah, I, I don't 
I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> I think I think Pat's round took him around three or four minutes. I think there are some teams that were done. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my partner, our partner, and myself both got our rounds done. I think shorter than the time it took Pat okay. to get his round done. Um, Went too hard on that slope, but but yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember ever ever hitting a wall in that way where, you know, everybody gets fatigued and you have to stop and take a break. Right. You know what I mean? But but uh, to where you just you're not to moving. Where, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't. In a competition setting, no, I don't think so. I've I've done that shit in the gym before. For in sure. training, oh, yeah. I do that should, a couple yeah. times every now and then. That needs to happen. Well, that adaptation, right? You're gonna when you got to push it to get there. Yeah. Sure. Well, and that getting back to what you said about uh, you know the people who. They saw this last night and they're immediately like, oh, fuck this. You know, this is stupid. Uh, well, Pat's like, right, you need to try to ride to the cage. You need to see that. Be like, oh, shit. Time to practice this or maybe time to get this or try this. And Pat, like, I've been working for a few weeks now um, trying to get my ring muscle-ups better. It's a problem I know I have. I've asked Pat to watch me and, you know, give We've me talked about tips. it. Yeah, yeah. like, the, I used to be much better at it. Um, I'm getting better slowly as I continue to try to put more into my practice and stuff like that. But, um yeah, you got to take these hard workouts and um, try to spin that around and get excited about doing yeah. something you, you know you're not good at. You try, know what I mean? Try to embrace it. Sure. Yeah, it's that's tough. It's it's tough. But you know the nice thing about us just doing CrossFit and and, and in general things are tough constantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so hopefully you're conditioned and ready for that mental challenge. Oh yeah, step up to the challenge. It's something we see a lot when people, uh, you know, they go for RX stuff. And then the second they miss a rep or fail a rep, they're like, oh, got to change the weight. Like, well, hold on. You know what I mean? If it's a legitimate issue, we'll change the weight. But just because you get tired or it becomes extremely hard or you fail a rep doesn't mean it's time to change. You need to, you know what I mean? I love changing competition. Gather yourself. You know what I mean? Get your shit together. Take your break. We do it all the time. We have to take a break. Pass to behind you do. You know what I mean? RX stuff, even for the people who are considered better in the gym, um, you have to stop and take a break. And sometimes you step up to something and you're like, shit. You know what I mean? Like, this is hard. Like, I'm tired. I, I don't want to do it. And, you know, uh, you got to kind of push through and power through sometimes as long as you're safe about doing it. Yeah. And if you've been neglecting your weaknesses for the last couple months, like, you knew you had these things. Like, John knew about his ring muscle ups. He started working on them. If John had known about his ring muscle ups, like, I had known about my squats. And, uh, you know, he did something about it, and I didn't. And so these are things to take lessons of. And if you know you have a weakness, like me and squatting, then you pretty much know what you need to be doing. And so as long as you make a point to do that at least once or twice a week, you will start moving in the right direction, whatever we're talking about. It doesn't really matter if we're still in the realm of fitness at this point in time. If you're bad at writing, if you write twice a week, you will start getting better at writing. You just have to do these things. The downside is people, you know, we see people all the time and they want to get better at this, want to get better at that. And they'll practice it for a week. Yeah, and then, I'm that guy. And then they don't get it, so then they quit. They give up on it. And it doesn't take a, a lot of time, but it takes more than a week. You know, most things you can practice every day. And the more taxing it is on your body, like uh, your central nervous system, like heavy weights, right? You might not it might not be smart, smart to, to squat heavy every day, snatch heavy every day. But you can do it a couple times a week. You right. know what I mean? And you do that for a few weeks, and you're going to start notice cha- noticing changes. But... When you give a half-ass effort for a week and it doesn't come your way, well, you don't really deserve it. So, you know, why should you do Why should you have it? You need to practice more. I mean, every day, if there's something you need to work on, come in here and give it 10 minutes. Even if it's right. only 10 minutes. You do it 10 minutes a day, that's how you'll get good at it. Do it day in and day out. Just like you go to, 
work or school or whatever, you get good at those things because you constantly do it. Right. right? It's all building, right? You, if you can do 10 and then you can do 12 yeah, and then you can do 13 and yeah. all of that and just keep going. Some things don't start at one, but yeah. Everything's got to start with one. To make it to 10, you got to do one first. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I think we've covered everything in 18.3. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty easy. Hope that's helpful, guys. Yeah. Well, one thing I do want to let you want to talk about 18.2 at all? Not really? 2A. I don't want to talk about 18.2A. <laughs> we just want to talk about Oh, yeah, you crushed 18.2. Yeah, I just want to talk about 18.2. <laughs> so six. But you did a good job at 18.2A. You set a PR, you said, on your Yeah, team. I did. So, I did. So yeah, that was good. But uh, Yeah, I learned how to last longer, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at uh, what you kind of just touched on earlier uh, about, like, assessment like competition leads to assessment like we should not all not necessarily take, take, I mean it, it, competition is a good way to uh, have have an outside assessment you know like I, I can assess people in here we can run through something and figure out you know weaknesses strengths things like that but sometimes like it doesn't really matter what I think you should be trained to improve upon for your strengths and weaknesses if Castro throws in dumbbells like he did last year, and we haven't been using that. And uh, I didn't know that was a criteria to judge off of. Now I do, you know? So it's like, I think competition is a good way to make sure you're not too far up your own ass. Right. In terms of your own training. Sure, it, uh, it brings you back, you know what I mean? Um, to, to where you really stand with people. And some people rise to that occasion in the competition setting, right? They might not do so hot daily in the gym, they get comfortable in a group of people in the class. They might not try so hard or they're scared to fail. Competition comes around and they step it up a little bit, right? And you see that in people. Um, somebody, uh, I don't know if she listens, but Corlin, right? And the dumbbell clean and jerk one, was it the, I think it was 18.1. Yeah. Yeah. She went for the RX weight. Yeah. And uh, I told her when she got done, I said, that was a great job. That's the first time I've ever seen you like grit your teeth and put get some after fucking it. effort into yeah. it. And you were able to do it. You That's know awesome. I mean? Um, so something like that really will bring some stuff out of you and, and help you realize that you can do things maybe you were a little shy or timid of trying before. That's right. a great point. Yeah. Well, this year I got to get stronger, so I'm tasking you two with getting me stronger for the next year. Yeah. It's funny where people think their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, a fun thing to do at the end of all the open workouts, guys, is to look on the leaderboard. You don't need to be doing it every day. But at the end of the open, look on the leaderboard and look at your standings in the southeast or in the world, wherever you want to look at, across all the workouts. What did you get on 18.1 in terms of the your placement in the world? What did you get on 18.2 and 18.2a in terms of your placement in the world? And this is actually a better way of showing you kind of where your strengths and weaknesses are in comparison to the CrossFit community. For instance, you know, I think we had a few members do uh, 18.2A and that squat clean or whatever power clean, that clean for them actually was their best score so far. In which case, we kind of know their Olympic lifting is on, is there. They got that. If they had a harder time on 18.1, like they weren't over 300 or something like that, but they were very highly placed in 18.2A, then we kind of can start seeing, well, that athlete has some 20-minute aerobic capacity type weaknesses, or maybe they're just bad at rowing and toes apart, you don't know. But you get what I'm saying with that? Yeah. Like, you can start seeing where you actually are good at. Um, I said in the first podcast that one workout with the three bar muscle-ups and the 10 snatches, I went into that one thinking, this is going to be my jam, and it happened to be everybody's jam. Right. So again, like, you might think it's a strength, 
might not be a strength. You might think it's a weakness and it actually is your strength. Right. So don't don't rely on your own opinion on stuff to to determine that for you. I got that. Uh, what's awesome is the app that CrossFit has yep. when you sign up for the Open. Um, it gives you a percentile for each workout that you're in. So if you're looking at mine, I'm like 93rd on the first one. Okay. Uh, oh, and, that's really cool. I didn't know that. And 18.2, I'm 97th percentile. 18.2A, I'm 80th percentile. So oh. it's a huge, you know, so you can see how big of a difference that mm-hmm. is. 17% per- is, is like 20,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, a huge, it's a huge amount. So uh, that's on the app. You can figure that out for yourself when you go on the leaderboard. But in the app, it's, it's really nice. They have it for your age group. If you're in an age group... Uh, has it for the southeast, and then it has it for in in the gym. So cool, it's pretty cool. Well, Monday back at it, eighteen point three. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have Teresa and Greg out of town uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So our schedule is gonna be a little bit different. Just look on the schedule; it should be correct by Monday or so. Uh, John and I will be there that evening. We'll be there most of the week. We're, the we're gonna have some uh, CF Tally open scores up on a whiteboard as well. Um, by at least Monday, try to get on it today and this weekend, get that straightened out. We got some uh, CF Tally Open shirts in, so we'll uh, start distributing those as soon as we um, get everything situated with that as well. Sweet. Well, thanks. Do you have any extra shirts? We do have, I think, nine extra shirts, give or take. couple guys, couple women. So if you want one, the first one to come claim one, we only have a couple sizes in each, um, guys and girls. Um, there's only like one or two, you know, of each size. Right, right. We didn't, you know what I mean? If you didn't pre-order, we didn't yeah, get any extra. We just went to the next number up, guys. So um, if you still want to get on a shirt, they're pretty cool. Uh, there's a couple left. If you want one, reach out to Pat or myself and we'll get you taken care of. All right, good luck. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you got questions, ask them. Have a good day. See ya. See you on the whiteboard.